Hey there, and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents The Dark Ride, a fun Disney Parks-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. My name is Adrian Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Bieber. We are two people who love Disney Parks and started this podcast because we know there are lots of other Disney Parks fans out there who, like us, aren't all perfect and PG-rated. And if that's you, then this is the show for you. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's find out what attraction we're going to be drinking responsibly this week. All right, all you Galaxy Defenders, are you ready to drink the ride based on a movie that taught us that the good guys dress in black? Remember that. That's right. Don't fear us, cheer us, because it's Men in Black Alien Attack Week. All right, let's gather some out-of-this-world facts and some fingerprintless drinks, and we'll be right back. Hey, Agent R, are you ready to take down the worst scum of the universe? I sure am. <laughs> So if I'm Agent R, are you are you Agent yeah. A? Are you double A? Like, like the batteries? The battery. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah, better than the batteries and the bra size. So I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you've been a a double A bra size. <laughs> I don't even know what. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, I came out double D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is a big day because this is the first. Um, time that we are moving out of the Disney parks, take an eye drive west. Is it west? I don't know. And we're heading to Universal Orlando and we're gonna, yeah, we're going past the fun spot, going past the fun spot, not stopping, yeah, direct to direct to the lands of Universal, yeah, Universal you know, Orlando is what the typical name of that resort is, right? Universal Orlando. Yeah, you know it. Um, and I'm excited because they got some they got some good rides over there. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of both of the parks, uh, and and hopefully soon all three of the parks in Universal Orlando. What is area. the third park going to be? Well, so uh, they they're building a park right now called Epic Epic Universe, um, which which should be amazing. Um, and then there's also, I guess, like you could count, like maybe they already have three parks. If you count Volcano Bay as like a park, yeah, which I kind of we kind of don't because like, then we'd have to count know, like Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach as parks, and we don't. As yeah, as full parks, and they're definitely not right. Like we don't count because it's not a theme park; it's a water park. Yeah, although like it's kind of more of an all-day attraction sometimes than some of the other parks at time. you know like there was a, there were times when uh hollywood studios had less to do than typhoon lagoon like Absol- by a lot absolutely and i think like as a child like water park days were uh, tops for me like i'd be I, I loved them it was like one of my it was like my, some of my favorite my favorite days i love type mm-hmm, me too. we're definitely gonna have to cover sure. that at some point uh so all right, let's, even though we're universal, we still have to drink. I mean, they drink over there, and so do we. So um, this is a classic movie. It's very sad that a 1997 movie is now considered a classic movie, but this is where we're at. So today we are going to drink something that is classic. We're going to be drinking Men in Black and Tans. 
And all you need Ooh. for that is six ounces of pale ale beer, six ounces of Guinness stout beer. You're going to fill your pint glass or your mug uh, halfway with the pale ale. And then you're going to float the Guinness on top. And how you do that is you slowly pour it over the back of a spoon to fill the glass. And voila, you have men in black and tans. I love it. I, I'm a big fan of Guinness as a beer and then Guinness mixed with other things. I love so Guinness. like, you know, Irish car bombs or black and tans or uh, mm. snake bites, red velvet, all, all of those. I, I really, the whole Guinness really family. Love. So cheers. Welcome to Universal Orlando. Cheers. Um, welcome. Welcome to the island. We're not in the island, so we're, we're next door. We're, we're in, in the, the original. The, yeah, this is their magic kingdom. <laughs> How sad. Um, so we drink out of mugs here. Um, I decided to drink out of um, my only black mug because the good guys accessorize in black too. So just in case we ever come face to face or make contact. What about you, Rye? I love it. I love it. Um, I'm I'm uh, I'm just I'm still drinking out of Disney mugs because I, I haven't picked up I the love universal it. mugs yet. Go ahead. So always. Yeah. So. So it's it's a it's a it's my Mickey mug and it is black, right? It's black with you know with red pants. So it's you know, I'm yeah. halfway there. So it's the just the Mickey mug. You're actually you're doing yeah, like my, what they like think is class. like the do you ever see the people who go to Universal Orlando with their Mickey ears on? Oh yeah. People love to troll. I'm both. Oh yeah, sides we're gonna coin, talk though, about the tro- there's so a lot many... of trolling in this ride and it's one of my favorite parts of it. There's so much trolling. And Universal really loves oh, to yeah. troll Disney, and I think it's adorable. I, I like it's a little fun, little fun jabs at the two uh, big area attractions. I mean, the more competition that they have, the better for all of us. So, I'm but don't you feel that the jabbing is bring, more coming from Orlando? I mean, from Universal than from Disney. Like Disney almost feels like, look, we're not going to even like stoop to that level. We don't need to. We're Disney. I I feel that. I feel that that happens a lot because Disney's like, oh, well, we're yeah. the best. And I got news for you, you know, as we go through these, uh, these, this game, right, as we, as we drink that ride throughout the rest of Universal, which, you know, we plan on, we plan on doing. So just so everybody knows, you know, we haven't given up on no. Disney. We still love it, and we, we're going right back to it. Um, but we figured that, you know, if we really want to figure out what's the top dog, what's the best contender for these rides and attractions, we really have to, you know, widen the birth of this uh, this show. So we have to we have to rate and review Universal stuff because they have Absolutely. some of the best. And we're we're gonna find out. You know, do can can Universal attractions tackle the oh so difficult to beat Tower of Terror? I, I, I mean, we'll we're gonna out. see. Let's let's see. So let's let's talk a little bit about this particular ride which i love i'm a huge fan of i I think you are too ryan okay so we're talking about men in black alien attack um it is a shooting interactive dark ride located at universal studios in orlando florida as the name suggests the ride is based on the 1997 movie men in black the ride opened on april 14th 2000 after a five-year development process and has been universally well-received, winning an Outstanding Achievement Award from the Themed Entertainment Association. At the time of its opening, this ride was the biggest dark ride ever built at a Universal Park, spanning 70,000 
square feet and featuring over 125 animatronic aliens. Uh, now, the ride itself, the experience begins with riders entering the MIB training facility disguised as a pavilion at the 1964 New York World's Fair. Uh, after navigating a themed queue and pre-show, riders board their vehicles and are pitted against an, another team of players riding in a separate vehicle. The training vehicles are equipped with laser guns called S4 Alienators and proceed into the training room. Alienator. <laughs> and proceed. What an amazing Alienators. name for a gun. I didn't know that. They, they need to like tell people that because I have ridden this ride so many times and I did not know that I was popping off. Yeah, people just say alienators. laser guns, the laser guns. But yeah, you're, you're, yeah. I say my boom boom stick. This is my alien <laughs> boom boom stick. Um, uh, they use their alienators and proceed into the training room, blasting at cardboard cutouts and crudely drawn images of aliens amid flashing red lights. Soon, however, MIB Director Zed, that's Rip Torn, informs the trainees that an alien prison ship, this is hysterical, an alien prison ship, I, I did not, it didn't even click in my head until I had, I had read this earlier, has crashed and landed in the middle of New York City. The guns are then set to full power as trainees are instantly launched into the heart of New York, attempting to score as many points as they can by shooting the aliens in their vulnerable areas, the eyes and shoulders, and certain aliens will actually fire back, causing the car to spin out of control, which is so cool. Like, the aliens are playing with us, too. I like it. They sure <laughs> uh, you're are. awarded both, both a personal score and a score for your car. There are about three dozen possible outcomes and literally thousands of different ride experiences determined by your luck, performance, and in the final challenge, your insatiable fortitude, Regardless of your score, though, all recruits are deemed not ready to join MIB, and everyone's memories of the game are wiped at the end of the ride. Um, this is a people eater. Even though it's not an Omnimover, the ride system consists of a total of 44 vehicles, allowing for 2,200 riders per hour. It's big. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, because, like, it's not no. set up as a people mover. You know, like. Those cars don't have they that, like that high of a capacity. I think it's what six. That's not a lot. Yeah, that's not that. That's not a lot, and and they are running like two at a time. But it's it's pretty amazing that it's, it's so. This such a large so show people. place that they're able to just keep pushing the cars out and pushing them out at such a high succession, rapid succession. True um, that. So. True that it's it is. Huge. It is a huge ride. Like it's yeah, I mean it's, it's pretty massive. cool. Like, and I I looked at an aerial view of the, um, the seventy seven thousand square foot structure. It's like, like a football field. <laughs> like it's it's just insane. Yeah. Um. It's it's actually like yeah, yeah. way bigger than a football field. Because a football field a yeah, football field is sports, about an acre. So it's about I, uh... like like it's about like forty. It's about like forty two thousand square feet, uh, and a little bit of change. So it's it's like a right. football and a field and a half of just Jeez. ride building, which is MQ. Amazing. So let's crazy. talk about let's do some funnish facts. Um, like we said earlier, there's a couple of Disney trolls on this ride. Um, so the music that accompanies um, the universe and you in the pre-show may sound a little familiar, and that's because it's a very deliberate parody of the music that in-house Disney composer. Uh, cheers to Buddy Baker, composed for Tomorrowland in the 1950s. Universal create 
Universal yeah, creative Buddy even Baker. went as far as to hire one of Baker's former protégés to help write it. I think we have a clip, uh, Ryan, of this of this sound. So Tomorrowland, so they say Tomorrowland, it's a direct roll of, of Carousel feels like, Progress, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Buddy Baker, he knew <laughs> um, there's another saying. Disney reference in the queue. The posters are deliberate ripoffs of Disneyland posters from the 1950s. For example, the poster for the Sky Lounge is very similar to the poster for Disneyland Skyway. While the poster for the Universe and You parodies that of the former Tomorrowland attraction, Space Station X1. So. Wait, what? Space X1? Station what? I believe it's a um, that? a, that's a old Tomorrowland attraction in Disneyland. Yeah, it's an oldie. I don't know that. I'm gonna. I got. Yeah. I got the research um, in front of me. But um, they could have even took it a little further, but they didn't. The when they were devising the concepts that eventually became the universe and you, Universal Creative had originally proposed an even more direct spoof of a Disney attraction. This was to be dubbed, "quote It's a small universe after all," a not so very jab at the small world. <laughs> not so very uh, discreet jab of its small world. Um. That's amazing. I totally get small world vibes out of that song too. You know, like it's it's it. Yeah, it's that feel good that feel good little tune. Uh, However, Universal's legal department thought that it felt a little too close for comfort, and the idea was dropped. But you could still see a partially obscured piece of concept art for "It's a Small Universe After All" on the bullet board bulletin board in the coffee room in the queue. So it's there. You just got to look for it. Um. Other fun things I was talking about, like, like this was a five year, um, like this, this was five years of development and the initial storyline developed for this attraction attraction would have had riders enter a replica of Universal Orlando Airport uh, before being ushered onto people movers, taking them to the underground MIB training facility. However, executives were unsure of the concept and instead wanted at least one recognizable item from the 1997 film to be on the outside facade. So they chose the film's flying saucer-shaped towers uh, and the elements of the New York State Pavilion from the 964 World's Fair, Dodger Stadium, and the St. Louis Arch um, to form the facade. Another element of this... Yeah. Yeah, Corona flushing. I pass, I pass those the, the flying saucers yeah, the, all the time on the highway. They, they're actually uh, historically preserved, so yeah, we'll have great. them forever. Yeah, they're... Pers- historically preserved into rotting into they, they just <laughs> into had a little bill. bit of work they done are on not them, well so taken care of they had a paint job okay okay yeah, i haven't i haven't taken a close look great, in a while so um another element of the storyline that did not make the final cut the immigration office from the film um is featured in the att- in the attractions queue it was intended that it would have animatronics there but due to the large animatronic budget for the ride itself there's over 125 animatronics on this ride this idea was scrapped. In homage, though, ride employees for the first few months of the ride's operation 
would take their breaks in the room to give the effect of a working office. Fun little tip for anyone out there. Oh. Guests can actually tour this area. If they, if it's a slow time in the parks, uh, you can ask a TM and they will escort you through the space. So you can get like a private little tour of that area. I feel like Universal is way better at things like that than Disney. Like I, I got backstage at Twister once and I've, uh, I've, I've seen like other, yeah, like, like you can get backstage and you see a lot of the backstage way easier. Than there's a, a couple rides that when you're up there, you see a lot of the backstage and Disney's like way more um, conscious of that. They, the backstage is like an off limits area. But in Universal, they're not as like they're like yeah we know we know there's an ugly side to it we don't have to be like so discreet about it. Um, at one point, exactly. the red button on the ride vehicles was meant to make the cars travel at high speeds through a tunnel similar to the car in the first movie. However, the effect was abandoned when designers felt it was impossible to convincingly simulate the sensation of speed, and thus it was replaced with the scanning scene. A couple of Easter eggs. Steven Spielberg, uh, executive producer of the film, can be seen in the attraction wearing a Jurassic Park hat. And he's like, he's like reading a newspaper huh. and the newspaper lifts and you see that it's like three aliens. So he's an alien. He's one of the aliens. Um, and also Doug the I Pug. Knew I mean, it. Um, is it Doug? I knew What's it, the pug's Stevie. name? Frank? Fred? Fred or Frank? Yeah, I think, it's, um, I think it's Frank. He is also hidden in there as an alien as well. So there's a lot of cool things about this attraction that um, cool. just, I mean, I could have gone on and on. I had to I had to pick my favorites because there's so much. This is such a monster of a production. There was a lot. <laughs> but I'm um, I, I totally dig this ride. Same. It's one of my favorites at Universal. Uh, it's, I think it's the best blaster attraction. A hundred percent. I think you and I have talked about this privately that like, this is like Universal's answer to Buzz Lightyear. And like, I love Buzz Lightyear, but I never do well on it. But this ride, I kick ass on. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to ride this with you someday because I also see who really kicks ass. This score up. Yeah, 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 yeah. This we're yeah. gonna turn this into something competitive for sure. Um, yeah, like, are you all right? So, like, are you uh, the button pusher? Yeah, because like, if you, you get, the red, get the red button first, that's like a hundred thousand. You get a bonus hundred thousand points. And I, I so I'm waiting. Anytime yeah. I hear hit and the I, red, I'm ready to go. Oh, so you said like this would be real competition because I'm also yeah. at the ready. Yeah, that's the for that's the, the one of the things. Sure. Also, you ha also another like trick for anyone out there is the smaller the alien, the higher the point value, and you never take your your hand off of the trigger. You you want to continuously be you shoot. You don't want to like pump it. You want to just continuously be shooting. That's another. Yeah, yeah, you can just hold it down yeah. and it will. So, do you have any initial pew, like pew. thoughts, feelings, like when you, when you think about this ride? Oh, I love everything. I love everything about this ride. Um, I love the queue. Uh, I love like how stark it is. I love that you go through like a weapons room and then you, and then you kind of like, uh, have to like walk downstairs, almost like yeah. uh, like the Tomorrowland Speedway, where you're like going over the track, 
um, and and then you're you know then you're in the load zone, and then as soon as you start taking off, it's just so fun. And then the spinning, I, like the spinning is super fun. It's it's like a really well done, super immersive. Universal slow music, like fun time. I I wonder how it's gonna do throughout like throughout our. I think it's gonna do really good. Do I think good um, today and drink you know, that ride. It's like, a little long in the tooth, uh, which it's a twenty-year-old ride. Sometimes that like, you know, deters people. Like people start to feel like it's a little dated. Um, I don't think this ride is dated at all. I think that it holds up. Yeah, I mean, I, well. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. No, I'm ninety percent on board with that. I think that there's a. I think it's. Uh, but I, I, you mentioned the queue. It's one of my favorite queues. I love this queue. Um, it's it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. And it's awesome. There's such a good story here of like you're a trainee, but then like something happens and now you got to really fight. Like I love how you're fighting the cardboard, you know, aliens. And now it's like, no, now you're thrown into action. But at the end of the day, you still suck. Everyone sucks and we're not going to be. Because what is the thing that they say in the movie? Like they're looking for the best of the best of the best. Yeah. And none of us are the best of the best of the best. <laughs> Well, maybe not in your well, car, that's but the in best my car, car right? at least one person still aren't becoming the best an MIB. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you don't know. Maybe, maybe my car didn't get uh <laughs> didn't get zapped, and they they just put me uh, up as a agent uh, R, a pretend architect in New York City. <laughs> yeah, I love this ride. It's one of my favorites at Universal. Um, and you know, it's up there with Spider Man and ET as like you know, must-dos for me in, in Universal. I, I just, I would ride this over and over again if it wasn't for that annoying locker system that they have at that park. Yeah, absolutely. Although, this one, I don't You can't, you gotta that, put everything in the locker, like same as the other rides, you, and then, like, you only get like... a time limit on it. So if there's any sort of wait, you can't just get right back on it. Because I think you only get, like, an hour. Yeah. I don't know that I don't think that they like check like you don't go through a metal detector on this one like you can have your key yeah I mean I guess see I'm someone like I have a park bag so I always like I have something on like if you're if you don't have a park bag and you just have like Mm. you know your wallet and your keys like you're good but um like I have a park bag I just remember feeling like the last time that I was there I was like I really want to ride this again I had so much fun I couldn't and that bummed me out a little bit Yeah, that is a bummer. Although there are lockers, I think, like, right there. So you could, like, you know, just change up your... Yeah. The whole locker system your, like, locker. is more... Do, like, a quick, a quick little... At Universal, it, it is. Sucks. It's a real pain. It's, it's, a, it's a real pain. I mean, I, I get it. They're, they're trying to, I like, just think there's know, certain things, like, die, this but... particular ride, it's, like... <sighs> really? I mean, like, I... I understand on like you know on on the coasters, but this is I, I don't know why you can't have a bag with you on this ride. It doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe because Boulder, like this. Yeah, I agree. Especially when, like they're they're pumping merch, you know, like the entire time they're like buy this, buy this, buy this. You know, now you have to you have stuff in your hands, so like you're probably gonna bring a bag with you so that you don't have to hold things in your hands, and and then. Sure. You know, and then they make it a pain in the ass for you to have that bag, which is, you know, not 
it's one of my biggest gripes with universal yeah like i've had friends who like have gone for the first time and i've given them like tips and tricks and i've warned them about this and they still come back and said to me like you know i you know they're big they were big disney fans like i i really enjoyed universal some of my favorite rides but that whole locker system was a real annoyance and it like messed with my day and I, i don't know if they're taking into account that it's um it's affecting people's day Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, you'd have to assume that they're not, because why would, I, it's, I don't think that they're making a lot of money off of these lockers, you know, I, I know that you, you can pay for them, if you want to, like, last longer than, I don't yeah. know what it is, like an hour and a half, or an hour or something, right, but, like, it comes with the park ticket, so it's not like they're, like, nickeling and diming you for yeah. $5 every time. I don't know don't what know. they're really getting out of it. Anyway, but this is a great ride, and I think that um, yeah. if you're ready, Ryan, I'm ready to drink this ride. All right, let's go. I hope yeah. everyone at home is too. Oh, I'm ready. Um, to, we're gonna I'm play ready to the drink. same way we always play. This is drink that ride. It's basically a drink the difference game. We're gonna rank the ride through a series of technical and fun rounds and drink the point difference that we give each category. For example, uh, if a category is worth five points and you give the ride a three in that category you drink two two sips two seconds the shittier the ride the drunker you get play along at home it's more fun that way so our technical categories are q for five points length of ride for five points thrill level for five points immersion for 10 points that's the end of our technical rounds and we go into the fun rounds these theme parks are very expensive did you have a good time? Because that's what they're selling. They're selling fun. That is also 25 points. 50 total points up for grabs. Let's drink that ride. <laughs> okay, guys, we start at the start. Uh, we start at the queue. I mentioned before I love this queue. This, this is a category. This category is with five points. For this queue, guests approach the building under the guise of visiting an exhibit called The Universe and You. Are we alone? which has been transplanted from the 1964 New York World's Fair. The exterior queue is flanked with posters of advertising extraterrestrial activity and microphones giving updates on the fair. Guests are then ushered into the building and into a retro-modern exhibit. The 1960s narration, however, is cut short by an MIB agent terminating the false program and issuing the recruits into Men in Black headquarters. One of the walls of the exhibit splits opening up into an elevator which travels deep into the earth guests who have an express pass and uh and use it uh for this ride take another entrance which instead of riding the elevator walks up a long hallway and meets guests um with no express pass uh afterwards uh sing- single riders follow a third queue you're going to see animatronics in this queue you're going to see those those uh bugs like hanging out drinking those those they're hysterical. And yeah, they're always worm on dude. a break. I love them little worm dudes. Um, them which little is worm my kind of a person. Great. <laughs> and they, they like, it's just, to Coffee me, it's just, it, awesome. there's no different, like, those are the animatronics from the movie because they're just the same exact, they're so good. And, like, it's just cool they to see really them, good. like, you know, cracking jokes and drinking coffee. Yeah. Um, even the walls here, they have, they just, it looks exactly like the movie. Universal slogan used to be ride the movies. They, for some reason, got rid of that. And that's so dumb. It's a great slogan. 
And this is really like riding the movies. Like you're really riding this movie. It does its job. And uh, it really, I think it does it more successfully than like almost, almost all of their other rides as far as like riding, yeah. like, like you said, like it being like film accurate. Um, you know, I, I actually, I realized that I don't think I've ever experienced this full cue. Because I, every time that I go to Universal, even if I'm, you know, doing like a Disney week, if I go to Universal, I stay on property to get the Express Pass because I'm not fucking around with long lines. Uh, you get an Express Pass by staying on Universal property. So it's just like, you know, uh, it just makes sense. So I always like cut my Disney trip short, go to Universal for like, you know, a day or two and stay at uh, a universal resort either i really like the royal pacific a lot it's awesome um and then i've also stayed at hard rock and portofino and uh they're all they're all really like their resorts are great they're they're really fantastic but and and they also they give you express passes so i don't wait in the regular okay, line well i'm the opposite See, i do not stay i've stayed at cabana bay before but you don't get the express so pass I, in cabana bay i think that's their value resort so, you, like, the amount of money you pay a night, like, it's not worth them giving the Express Pass. Um, so, I've only experienced, um, I, I've, I've never had Express Pass. Yeah, I totally recommend it for, for you guys out there. If, uh, it really makes a huge difference in your day. Is like, there, like, the is there, like, um... Um, is there like a you can do it like limitations it really on it? Anything. Is it like you get one of each ride, or you can just keep Express Pass? Okay. No. Oh, you can just you just it, it's, it's like, like having, a, having a fast pass for everything. Uh, yeah, you're just it's, you're. Oh yeah, that's worth it. For everything, the entire day. Totally worth it, and you can buy them too. Yeah. I think, but they're expensive. But, it was like, like eighty bucks, you, I think. The last you only got one day at Universal, and you want to get on everything. If you only have one day, do it, do it, and and I would say stay at one of their properties because it's nice, and you can you know you can walk. And they have buses because uh, Cabana know, Bay had right buses, the, or they have boats from the properties to uh, both the parks. Mm-hmm. Yep, Cabana Bay because it's a little bit uh, not like off Bay. campus, but like. It, Cabana Bay is right next to um, uh, Volcano Bay, exactly. So, if you're at one of the resorts, you have to take a bus over to uh, over to Volcano Bay. They, they also have that new hotel, Probably. Endless Summer. Have oh, you seen that one? It just does a big little loop. Yeah, it looks really cool. Like, and, and I've, I've only seen pictures. And and stuff. It, like seen all it your furniture person. and everything just looks like you're like at a beach. It does town. look really just, cool. I, I really like it. I want I'm a hotel person, so I do want to get on my bucket list, like staying at the different Universal hotels, because I haven't stayed at enough of them. Anyway, we're talking about Q. So, uh, Ryan, out of five points, what do you give this Q? So, okay, let me think. Um, I'm I'm gonna I've I've done like. Uh, walkthroughs or ride-throughs or whatever of the queue. So I'm gonna I'm doing the real the real queue, not just not just the express pass version, which I al- already think is a good it's it's good as an express pass. But when you add animatronics in yeah. and you know essentially like yeah. like a hydrolator, right? Like it's like a fake elevator. I love me a fake elevator. Uh, 
I think that this is probably like a a, a four. It's like a four. Yeah, I'm also giving it a four. I'm only deducting a point because of the locker situation. I know that's not a universal creative problem, but it affected my like. We're we're talking about Q. We're talking about everything before we get on the ride, so it affected my experience. Also, I always say any sort of um, queue that has stairs, I have to automatically deduct a point. There's stairs here. Um, so I'm going to also give it a four. So let's let's drink one. I mean, it's a terrific queue. That's a solid score. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, length of ride. Um, for all of you stoners out there, this ride clocks in at 420. <laughs> it feels... It feels longer than that, right? Yeah. Really? It's uh, only it feels longer. And 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a minute ride. You know, like like yeah. when we covered Frozen, right? Frozen was also like a four and a half minute long so, ride. But don't you think and if that time one feels flies, like it's like it two feels minutes. like it's so, you're ha- like it's they say time flies when you're having fun. I think yeah, maybe I mean, because you're doing so much about this, this. You I know, like you're actively doing because something I'm like the so thing. concentrated on on getting a high score. Like I, it it would be it would just, be interesting to do like a ride. Yeah, on this look for Steven Spielberg. Like, like just you like, know, like chill there's a couple of things. Like I would love like, to just chill on it. Yeah, because it's so cool. Yeah. Um, and you're missing a lot. I mean, 125 animatronics you don't even notice them all because you're just shooting at them as that's a lot of animatronics because they're they have like a bunch of yeah they have a bunch of like static stuff too you know like things that aren't moving that aren't counted as that i wonder how many Um, targets i I think it was like like over 175 or something like that it was like close to 200 targets i could yeah i could i could be wrong um because i i don't think that they were even more than that I bet you it's like close to a thousand. Because there's like a lot of like the blank windows, like a lot of the blank yeah. windows you can shoot at, and those yeah. are actually really you high gotta, scoring. Like, you got to get points on those hiding aliens. There's like All right, alien so four minutes and twenty seconds. Um, I mean, like it feels longer, so I don't, I don't feel like there's a problem with the length of this ride. I mean, would I like more time to really like observe? Yeah. So because of that, I'm gonna deduct a point, and I'm gonna give this category i'm gonna also give it a four i'm yeah i'm never dissatisfied with uh with this length of ride uh it never feels like you're being short short changed or anything like that um is it perfect okay um, we both drink one i do drink yeah, two you know universal creative i drink i'm gonna give it a five to the fact that i would like a little bit more ride Okay, uh, next category is thrill level. Um, interesting. You have to be 42 oh, cool. inches to ride this ride. You have to be taller to ride this ride. You have to be taller to ride this ride than you do Splash Mountain. It's scary. Splash, that Splash Mountain is 40 inches. This is uh, 42. They say it's because uh, there's spinning, loud noises, scary themes, and characters. Um, and there is a warning that this ride uh, may induce motion sickness. And they've had um, people come off this ride feeling sick i 
Sure. Yeah, you spin around a lot. There's like yeah, a lot of definitely like, a little like flashing lights um, and stuff. Anything that's like dark, like but there's seizure-y. like lights flashing. You're just sure. like, I hope you know everyone is taking precautions. That is, you know, susceptible. To... Yeah, and there's like some kind of some like gross. There's like some gross. Dudes, the big bug, you know, yeah. like that that guy at the end, like the yeah. the, the big the big bad boss or whatever. Yeah, you gross, go inside man. of like, him, which is a little like, little gross. You like um, ride inside of him. So, um, <laughs> yeah, in terms of thrill, uh, I don't, I'm not, um, I'm thrilled, but not in the way of like scared thrilled. It's more like I'm thrilled by like how exciting this is and how I'm riding this movie, and it's just like the movie, like it's. Like, just like, you know, in the beginning when you're in target practice, it's just like when, you know, Agent Agent J is in target practice with those other guys. Like, it's the same exact looking things. It's the same looking aliens. So that's very, like, thrilling and exciting. But it's not scary thrilling. Um, I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm coming in two point five. Tiger's the ride, two. popping it up to, to a three. To you, men in black, black alien attack. Two. Oh, black and tans. Um, so our. You know, I could deal. I could have like a little bit more. Uh, maybe just go well. Into so here's why you don't have Tommy Lee Jones. But I could have like a little this bit more. This ride Tommy is Lee supposed Jones to take place movie. after the first movie. So Agent J steps up as the senior agent. That's why you only see Will Smith and Rip Torn. Because it's a, um, Will Smith is supposed to be the senior agent at that point. Well, I mean, like, even if you have to, like, film, like, the, the post office that, that he... <laughs> that I mean, to, there's no... You can't ever like, have I just, I just want, like, you know, like, a little, he's great. little Tommy Lee in my life, you know? Except um, for in Ad Astra, where they do a close-up of his old you know man what? face. It's funny, and then, like, like, in Men in Black 3, enough, like, enough, I, I found it hard to watch because I felt like Will Smith started to look old. And I feel like his character should be, like, very young and agile. Like, that's what was fun about the first movie is that he was, like, you know, the ring-a-ding kid. And, like, he just started to look kind of old in the third movie. And, like, I I feel like I'm watching it and I'm yeah. like, Will, like, you're too old now. Like, it was hard for me to... Even though, like he's, st- he- even though he lo- he looks great, he looks great even now. Oh, don't be saying, talking just, that way about the fresh. Prince. I liked him Shit. as like the young, you know, the <laughs> young kid who's like fast and, you know, it was just it, it was seven. Yeah, no, I mean he was he was awesome. <laughs> yeah, back it was in twenty 90, almost twenty three years ago. Out? So yeah, um, seven. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, okay. So immersion. Uh, each vehicle has two onboard computers with so immersion means sight sounds and ride vehicles so we're going to talk about everything that immerses you in this category we've got each vehicle has two onboard computers which control the motion lighting audio and gameplay with all vehicles communicating wirelessly to a central controller the vehicles each seat six riders in two rows of three the infrared guns mounted on the vehicles were developed by universal in conjunction with a toy and laser tag manufacturer um and at the time of the ride, okay, I've already mentioned this. This was like the uh, the size. Uh, okay, so the show building features 127 animatronics as interactive targets. 
80 of the animatronics were designed in-house by Universal and the remaining ones were completely adapted from the film. Uh, an average of seven sensors cover each animatronic. Other special effects inside the show building include lighting and 13 fog machines, uh, the latter using 7,000 U.S. gallons of liquid nitrogen daily. Mm. Yeah, they got they got some. Yeah. Wow. Um, I I said this in the beginning. I, well, I'm a, this, I'm immersed. This, this is riding the movie for me. This is this is really riding the movie for me. I, uh, it's hard for me to, totally. to give this uh, this a score to deduct, to deduct any points. The only thing I'll, I'll say is, um, which is, I think a, a little bit of the difference, like, uh, like something about something about that universal, I think doesn't do correctly. This is going to, I'm going to get political here is that, uh, <laughs> um, some of their, uh, their wayfinding. Oh. Haters, get ready. Come, come at me. At drunk history. Um, haters, some of their, haters, like, get ready. Get ready. Wayfinding coming out. Hot. Barriers. Um, it it looks like very um like something from like that could be anywhere. It can be like a mall or whatever. It's like they'll use like like basic like silver uh, metal barriers for handrails and stuff like that and like disney on the other hand oh, for, for they have like, the full for, for like the handrails and like all this stuff. like you know like that you see on like the splash we've talked about that on the splash mountain episode like they don't do that they don't do like that metal um that which i've i noticed that stuff like the the devil's in the details like that's that's what the disney the disney difference is and that's the one thing yeah yeah even even like in a little basic Harry with Potter, that. It's like it's you know, that like, one it's piece that like, I feel like they're not basic. either not thinking of or they're not spending the budget on it, um, or maybe both. Um, I I don't think that it's they're not thinking of it because it's the same. You know, most of the universal that it's the same pool they're all playing in. You know, like a lot of the universal creative people came from Disney and vice versa and. You know, our uh, our boy Scott Trowbridge, who did uh, all of that too, and, and Galaxy's Edge. You know, he he's the one who did Spider Man. You know, at yeah. So Avengers. I mean, that's so, just one thing, yeah, and, and there's a little bit of that Scott. going on in this ride. It's like you said, it's going on even in Harry Potter Land. Um, so I can't give it a ten because I I notice those things, um, and. Um, There's like almost like a little bit of like a you know like an impersonal to it like you know mm-hmm. let's take for example like the 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 weapons room that you go into right so it's like all the little guns are are up on the wall and they're set behind you know a, some glass or whatever you can't touch them um, and in if you like take that in comparison yeah. to like uh, anything at Animal Kingdom even like Kali River Rapids which we recently covered where it's like you're walking through like a full museum, like a curated museum experience. It's just so much more authentic and like there's yeah. like so much more depth to the things that are, are put in front of you, uh, where even though, you know, this is really like riding the movie, 
it's sure. still a little bit stark and a little bit like faux. You know, like there's like a faux-ness to it where Disney really is they doing get, it. They go get the real thing, as like, yeah. Uh, you know, they're really authentic pieces of art that they went and bought and sourced out. And yeah. And like when you go to um, to uh, Galaxy's Edge and you're doing Rise of the Resistance and you're in the Resistance uh, bunkers, like, you know, they, they have shelves and stuff of guns that they, you know, they created out of, you know, I don't know, like weird, weird model kits and they like mashed them all together and then they, they have these things out and they're, you know, they're out where you can actually touch them. You know, they're, they're in like, they're like right there. And, and so they, I don't know, there's just seems to be like an air of authenticity within Disney's immersion uh, that Universal, you know, they, they hit it. They're, they're like almost get there. Like in, in Harry Potter, in both rides and in, in yeah. Diagon Alley, I mean, that's like one of the most immersive areas in the world, you know, as far as themed entertainment is concerned. And right, but like in the ride, I, I agree with everything you're saying. There's like um, just a little bit. Of I also want to like explain another point I'm deducting from with this ride. I don't feel like the uh, the TMs like. I don't feel like their um, costumes are memorable or what they could be, and. It's just, it's, I think they, I, if I remember correctly, I think they're wearing, I don't even like know what they are. What, what are gray shirt. What are their costumes? Um, it's, they don't become a part of it. And I think that that's, you know, they should be they're wearing black They're not wearing, suit. They're not wearing a black suit with a black tie. They should have Ray-Bans yeah. on. Yeah, like, I think yeah, they should that, be wearing a black suit. They should be rocking Ray-Bans sunglasses. Like, we should get this thing going. members yeah. a part of the story. And I, I think that, with the exception of Harry Potter Land, I think that I think that Universal's team members are not always, you know, they they almost kind of blend. That you're almost like they almost like almost don't want you to see them. I, I get the feeling like they want them to blend in the background, and I don't like that. So in that immersion level, I've got I've got to deduct point two. So I think um, I'm going to deduct. I buy that three yeah. points from ten. I'm going to give it a seven on immersion. Okay. Cheers. Right, I'm going to come in at an eight. Um, drink two. I'll drink three. Simply because I want to. <laughs> and Ryan, you'll let us know Cheers. how we're doing in the, now two, that we're done with the three. technical rounds. Okay. After our four technical rounds. I've given it a total of 20 points out of 25. Okay, it's doing it real 18, well. That's real good. Average um, of 19 points out of 25. It's so not going to get worse well. because that, well. I think this this ride is more fun than it, it. Let me tell you, it ain't going to get know. worse I, I, <laughs> coming into fun. Because I'm going to our fun category. This is where we find out, you know, like if Universal did their job and they gave us a good time. And um, this is 25 total points. Um and I have a blast on this ride. I really do. Like I, I thought about this when I was when I was. I remember my experience on this ride at the end of the day, the next day. Like it's something that like, like it just kind of stays there. Of like, oh, I was having so much fun. That doesn't happen with every ride. They all kind of start to blend together, and I just. I, but I feel like I, I think about this ride, and I like remember like how fun it is and that's that's i don't know why that happens with this ride but it does 
Um, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I think it's, you know, because it hits all of these different categories that we've been talking about. It, it really does, you know, have a, a well worth it length and, and a, a, you know, an amazing immersion throughout it. And the queue is fun. And I think all of these things, you know, kind of come in together and it's competition. Yeah. Like you can have like a competition. I remember like in your car. one time being on this ride. All, I, I, I think I was gravy, by myself. Great. And um, I was with a family and I guess I was, you know, I was by myself. So I was taking it real serious and like getting my points. And I was, there was like a little girl next to me. And she turned to me and she's like, wow, you're really good at this game. And I was like, thank you. And no, it was at the end that she saw my point. She's like, wow, you're really good at this game. And you're like, and I shut up, kid. That. And I, I remember like, shut up, kid, I'm shooting. Just thinking it was just a cute little experience. And like, I don't know. It, like, it's just very memorable, this ride to me. And that doesn't happen with every single ride. Um, I'm going to give this my, I'm going to give this a 20 out of 25 for fun level. Um, you know, have I had, do I have, do I have more fun on? Huh? Wow. It only, only got an 80 for you. you huh? This high? is a B minus ride for you. Okay. All right. I think breaking 20 is, 20 I, I can't give it 25 because I'm giving it an 80. there's, I, I, what oh. I think of as a 25 ride is is a di- is a is something that's in a different level. What I think of as a 23 ride is like we're going into like the haunted mansions and we're going into that category. Like, see, I think that I think that as far as dark rides go, this is amongst those categories. Like, this is like every bit as like special or immersive or. You know, other than it not having like a an original yeah, I mean, story. I don't know if you would get it. Like if this was an original story, how amazing would this be? I think you'd be like, all right. <laughs> I Yeah, you need the movie companion, which is why not, I think that like not. we're coming into you another might, generation the, of people that you are might need the movie not companion. going to get it. <laughs> um, well, they had they made a, a international one that really well, I don't know. Out, they keep on making you know? new ones, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. They, come out with they one, like, even couldn't have like a Hemsworth save the film. It didn't work. <laughs> All right, you convinced me. I'm, I'm going to give it a 21, right? Yeah, I, I blame it on him. I'm going to go up one Your point. Fault. Ah, okay. I love it. That's a, this Breaking ride is that very well. I'm coming in at 22. Yeah, and and actually, with with those yeah, moves, I, I gave it a, uh, a 42 <laughs> out of 50. You gave it a 39 out of 50. We owe a couple drinks also. I owe three, mm-hmm. you owe four. No, not not too many, uh, which is good because my, my black and tan is getting low. Um, so uh, we come in at a grand total of, I gave it 42, you gave it 39, with an average of 40.5. Ty goes for the I ride. Agree. So it comes in at a 41. I think breaking Cheers, that 40 Universal. barrier is exactly right the where the killer. Top 10% of the rides. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really glad that we um, we came in with, with one of their non Oh, we have fun talking about stinkers, so it'll be good, the, too. The Woody Woodpecker <laughs> we get drunk. Coaster. It's going to be a tough day. These, 
these good rides just end up sounding like a these good that's rides true, just end up true. sounding like a love letter to the yeah, ride. Yeah, I'll get, like, I'll oh, get drunk. It's gushing. It's, I can it's compare a lot it to Triceratops. It's <laughs> uh, okay. So um, this ride did really good. Um, yeah, obviously fuck you, it Riptorn. Did not, it, it did not, uh, you know, come close to the beast though. Uh, Tower of Terror, forty-eight point five, still um, a lot of points away from that, but. It blew away our low man on the total bowl. Triceratops spin with 12 points. <laughs> uh, Ryan, is this a must do for you? A, a poor little, that poor little flat rock. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that this, if, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's different. I, like if I'm if I'm only spending one day in both parks, yeah. which I've done before, this is like way out on the outskirts. It's like way at the very very far end Ooh. of Universal Orlando. So sometimes uh, it may get skipped just because of like how far away it is. And if if I'm only doing if I'm doing both parks in one day, however, if I'm doing like a Universal Day and an Islands Day, or if I'm going to the parks. Or, and it's interesting because like you actually scored the ride higher than me, and then it's, it's not it's technically a must do for you. I mean, it's I, I do absolutely a must do for me. I seek this ride out, I love it just like with ET and Spider Man. It's always going to be on that like trifecta of I have to hit these three. You know, I think I'm letting the cat out of the bag that those are my favorite Universal rides, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but just because they're the favorite, though, doesn't mean that they are the best. Um, well, we'll just we'll just have to wait and see, you know. How long would you wait for this ride? That's, that's yeah, give it a forty-five true. minute wait. Um, okay. How drunk are you uh, on like a scale a of Agent hour. J to Agent K, Ryan? Oh, I'm I'm probably as drunk as oh, the Jeb the Jeep is that his name? And the guy that owns the gun store? <laughs> no, and Bob. Oh, they his head. I was like, and Bob. No, it's like. Oh yeah, what is that? No, Tony like... Shalhoub. Yeah, <laughs> he played a great like, alien. Like his name? eyeballs were going in different directions. Like, he was great. Tony Shalhoub. Um, <laughs> Tony Shalhoub. Um, I think I'll, I'll I'll be Frank the Pug because I'm yeah. like I don't know because I'm not drunk at all and and he's just cute. So that'll be me. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that that completes our show for today. The Dark Ride presented by Drunk Distory is available like every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing. Please, guys, just hit that subscribe button. Giving us a five-star rating and review, that really helps. Or just telling a Disney Parks-loving friend, or Universal Parks loving friends, or SeaWorld loving friends, to listen. Uh, email us questions or shoutouts at drunkdistory at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram for lots of great dark Disney Parks content at drunkdistory. And as always, thank you for drinking these rides with us. Cheers! Yeah. Uh, no, I'm up. I'm you what I'm working with. Uh, 
for olives. You have them for seeds. You have them for a thousand tails. The master, you're in luck because up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got power in your corner now. Heavy ammunition in your camp. 